Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Terrio Media. Taxes. Did you know most people don't pay them? You thought that was just the rich that didn't pay them, didn't you? Most people don't pay taxes at all because they're taken from most people. And I know that sounds like semantics, doesn't it? It's like this. Whether you pay taxes or they are taken, the IRS still gets their money. So in this context, there's no difference between pay and taken because the IRS still gets the money. To most people, that would sum up semantics. But that's not the case here. Welcome to the all-new Epic Real Estate Investing Show, the longest-running real estate investing podcast on the interwebs, your source for housing market updates, creative investing strategies, and everything else you need to retire early. Some audio may be pulled from our weekly videos and may require visual support. To get the full premium experience, check out Epic Real Estate's YouTube channel, epicrei.tv. If you want to make money in real estate, sit tight and stay tuned. If you want to go far, share this with a friend. If you want to go fast, go to reiace.com. Here's Matt. When you get your taxes taken, that means you've got a job. Every payday, just before your boss gives you your paycheck, the government reaches in and takes their share first. And you get what's left. And then at the end of the year, the government is like, oops, think we took a little too much. Here's some of it back. That's insane, right? They took more from you than you owed and kept it from you all year. Did they pay you interest on that? Of course not. And you know what's crazy? People get all excited when they get their interest-free money back, but they won't get excited about a little upfront planning to not send it to them in the first place. People actually celebrate that time of the year when that little refund shows up in the mailbox, like they won something. No, you lost. But watch this. Once I started working for myself, once I decided to become my own boss, I noticed something. The government stopped taking their taxes. They let me keep all of my money all year long to do with what I want. And then I had to pay them after I did what I wanted. At first, when the end of the year came, I was like, how much do I pay? And that's how it starts out for most new entrepreneurs. And you feel like you're at such a huge disadvantage. Yet once you understand a few things, and a few of these tax cycles go by, you start to recognize that it's you that has the advantage. The employee gets screwed. The business owner gets the benefit. Almost like the system is rigged against the average employee, right? Donald Trump, yeah, orange man. Love him or hate him, he stirs emotions in people. But we're not gonna do that now. We're gonna be adults because when emotions rise, intelligence falls. And when it comes to tax time, you need your intelligence. Back to Trump. Remember when Trump was debating Hillary, Hillary Clinton, and she said, 
he didn't pay any federal income tax. And Trump replied with, that makes me smart. Paid- that makes me smart. And he went on to say, the system is rigged. And he's said that on more than one occasion, by the way. And his evidence being, I use it. Nobody knows the system better than me, he said. Yeah, he said that. If you want me to pay my taxes, then change the tax code. But I know you won't because your friends and donors enjoy the same tax breaks I do. But here's the thing. You enjoy the same tax breaks that they do, too. You just don't know what they are. Here's a simple example of how the tax code treats you and your favorite rich person equally, meaning you get to choose which team you want to play for. When you're on team employee, you earn income and you pay taxes on it. And to make sure that you do, the government takes their share before you get yours and you then get to buy stuff with what's left over. When you're team business owner, you earn an income, you get to buy stuff, and then you pay taxes on what's left. In both scenarios, you earn income, pay taxes, and buy stuff. But by changing your IRS classification or your team from employee to business owner, you get to change the sequence of when you get your money and when the IRS gets theirs. And if you do just that one thing, you pay less taxes by a lot. That's one way the rich do it. So there's tax trick number one for you. Start a business, even if it's a side hustle. And I've got four more really quick and easy tax tricks for you in just a second so you can pay less taxes like the rich. But if you want the complete playbook, grab a copy of The Billionaire's Tax Secrets the IRS Doesn't Want You to Know. And to make it easy, I uploaded a free copy for you at taxhacker.com. And whether you get the book or not, though, know this. Taxes are your biggest expense in life. Not sometimes, always. You've got to learn how to take every single deduction that's available to you. And they change all the time. They change at the state level and then they change at the federal level. And if you're not keeping up with the code, you're missing opportunities. The good news is, and contrary to popular belief, there's only one tax code. Donald Trump, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, and you are all bound by the same rules. Tax trick number two, invest in income-producing real estate. Now, I know you were expecting that one, right? I mean, that's what we do here. But even if you have no intention of being a full-time real estate investor like the ones we create here at Epic, real estate is the most tax-favored asset class. The government champions economic growth through incentivizing the creation of businesses, thus tax trick number one. The government also encourages home ownership, thus tax trick number two, where tax relief is rewarded to those that invest in real estate or build homes. Now, tax trick number two and a half. Now, this is a bonus. Tax trick two and a half. Invest in real estate where you like to visit or where you visit frequently, like your in-laws during the holidays. And use the old, I gotta drive by my property real quick excuse when you need a break. Do that and you can write off your expenses for that whole trip to your in-laws. Oof, I think my father-in-law actually watches my video. So just kidding, Rudy. Uh, That's what we call a hypothetical example. Tax trick number three, put your kids and your grandkids on payroll. I mean, you're paying them an allowance likely already, right? Well, you can write that off. Did you know that? Ask them to make copies for you, shred paper, empty your office wastebasket, sharpen your pencils, make coffee, you know, stuff around the office. And you buy their school clothes, right? You pay for their field trips, you pay for their sports, maybe their car payment and insurance. Well, increase their salary and let them pay for those things themselves. Do that and all of those things you're paying for already become tax deductions. Look at this. This is a video of my boy getting his first base hit. And I use it in my live presentations. And not to show the audience how cute he is, but to write off the licensing fee, I pay him to use the footage. And while you're at it, might as well put the spouse on payroll too. I mean, you can send it to Uncle Sam or you can keep it in the family. Pretty sure that Trump and Biden do that. That's how the rich do it. 
Tax trick number four, file your taxes on time. There's no bigger waste of money than paying late fees. And the IRS don't play when it comes to this. Like it's a half a percent every month or something like that when you're late and up to 25%. I mean, it'd be stupid to take all of this tax saving advice up to this point to only give it all back and then some because you didn't file on time. Tax trick number five, if you really want to get this tax saving thing done right, don't do it yourself. And don't listen to some guy on YouTube either. Working with a tax professional that can put a microscope on your situation and optimize a tax plan just for you is a very good use of your time. You'd actually get paid to do that. Every dollar they save you is a dollar you earned. Uncle Sam doesn't want more than you owe, although it may seem like it sometimes. He just wants you to abide by the code and you have to work with a professional that knows exactly how to do that. I tell you right now, no matter what you're paying, you're paying too much. You see, your job is to become an expert at earning your money. Hire an expert to help you keep it. And I've got two websites for you that feel somewhat illegal to even know about. The first one is trueprofit.net and the second one is taxhacker.com. If you want to play all out and pay zero taxes like the rich, you need them both. Check them out. Thanks for sitting tight while we pay our light bill. We'll be back right after this. Ever hear someone say, I have too much money? Me neither. Let's get you some more. Back to the show. Today we're going to talk about your focus. If you're focused on the right thing in your business, could be a lack of focus or misdirected focus that's in your way of getting the results that you want. So I'm going to introduce you to my guest very shortly, longtime friend. I'm looking forward to catching up with him and I'm looking forward to introducing you to him. But uh, first, I wanted to bring to attention the last event of the year, our last Epic Freedom Experience. And I don't know if we're going to continue doing this because it's such a timely thing. So it might change next year. So I'd love to invite you. It's coming up this weekend. And really what this is about, there are seven imminent threats working day and night to take down your American dream. It sounds a little hokey. I don't know. But there's some really viable, important things for you to understand from a rigged financial system to the inflation to financial illiteracy. There are seven of these things that are stealing your wealth, regardless of how honest and hardworking you are. And just applying that extra hustle, that's just not going to be enough to save your financial future anymore. The system is failing us. And that's why I'm hosting this two-day event, the last one of the year. Uh, it's a virtual event to arm you with the strategies, the resources, and support that you need to pull through the mess that the American people are in. So if you like the idea of preparing and upgrading your approach to success during an economic downturn and avoiding the big mistakes that led to so many others to lose everything in 2008, I want you to be there. Go to epicfreedomexperience.com, epicfreedomexperience.com. I think I got a fancy little graphic here I put together. Watch this. Epicfreedomexperience.com. Go there and uh, register. It's free and it's two full days of amazing information. And if you decide to take the next step and work with us, fantastic. We'll welcome you with open arms. But what we are committed to is making sure that those two days are worth your while. And if you got your real estate down and you don't need any assistance doing that, you still deserve to be there. There's just like one certain way to do real estate that's going to virtually vaporize all these things that are upon us. Alrighty. So epicfreedomexperience.com. Alrighty. So Welcome my guest with us today. We're going to talk about focus and focus in your business. It's such an important part. It's actually become a really integral part of mine in the last 90 days. So it's a really timely topic for me to discuss. And it's one of those intangibles that a lot of people might not give the credit 
it deserves and give it the attention it deserves and based on the results that it can have in your business and, and the people that you can help inside your business. Alrighty. So I'm just going to bring him on and we're going to catch up because we haven't talked in a really long time and you guys just feel free to listen in. Please help me welcome to the show, Mr. Brad Chandler. Brad, welcome to the Epic Real Estate Investing Show. Hey, thanks for having me. You bet. Glad you can make it. Good to see you. Um, I haven't talked to you in a really long time. We met in a real estate investing mastermind and it was probably a hundred of the, the most prominent real estate investors in the country at the time. And then uh, I was there for a few years. I think you were there for a few years. We yeah. kind of went our separate ways and here we are back together. And from what I hear, I wasn't aware, but uh, you've kind of taken off on a different direction and found some enlightenment and some discovery. And I just want to hear all about it. So bring me up to speed. Yeah. So I've uh, I started a company called Express Home Buyers, as you know, 19 years ago, and have done about 4,000 fix and flips, mostly in the DC, Maryland, and Virginia area. We're now in LA. We opened the LA office and we're doing sporadically across the nation. And about 20 months ago, I went to get my son help for anxiety. And I was speaking with a lady and she said, you know, we're over a Zoom call similar to this. And she says, you have a tick. And I was like, well, what do you mean? She said, you blink profusely. When you talk about your childhood, you may have some unresolved childhood trauma. Do you want to come out and work with myself and my ex-Navy SEAL husband? We have this intensive out in Park City. So I was like, sure, if it's going to help my son. So I went out and uh, in a matter of a weekend, really in three hours, this gentleman helped me completely, completely change my life. We basically, over a three-hour session, went back and looked at the things in my childhood that it caught my brain, which everyone's brain should do, creates these coping mechanisms, stories around what's happening to you. And those stories work at the time and help you get through that trauma. But 47 years later, when you're hearing these same stories of, you know, I'm not good enough, I don't belong, whatever those stories are, it doesn't necessarily serve you. It so dramatically changed my life, Matt, that I've dedicated my life. I'll be doing this for the rest of my life, helping other people who are suffering from really anything find that same freedom and happiness through self-love and self-compassion by just reversing these silly lies that all of us tell ourselves to some degree of we're not good enough. Mm -hmm. So she discovered this or recognized this was something that was physiologically going on with you. So what does that conversation look like once you agree to go ahead and explore that? Yeah. So, so, you know, I've developed a program over the last six months of, I've had some really successful clients come through. It's a five week program. So we do these hour long zoom sessions. And then my third session is actually a hypnosis session where we, we dive into your subconscious brain and your subconscious brain is what actually drives all of your behavior, but you don't even know that it's doing it. So when you're fighting with your wife and you're arguing over, you know, whatever, you left the toilet seat up, it has nothing to do with the toilet seat. Your subconscious brain is going to a point in your past where something similar happened and it made you feel a certain way and it's going back there to protect you and that's why you, you end up in these fights. So mm-hmm. it's a proven process over five weeks where we just walk people through and we get them from suffering and lack of self-love to no suffering and self-love, freedom, and happiness, really. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've done a lot of personal development over the years. And there was one particular program that that really had an impact on me. And I resisted with all my might of even going. My wife at the time had invited me in over and over and over again. And I didn't think there was anything wrong with me, right? I I thought I was just fine. I didn't like everything that you're explaining right now. And I know I'm just repeating this because I can just imagine if somebody is listening right now, you know, it's very easy to think like, I got my life under control. I I don't need this. Or it's like this intangible thing or it's woo-woo thing or you know, and I went and really, the, and I chose this word to even introduce you today, 
because it was a word that was really, really stuck with me. It's called enlightenment. I think like when people hear the word enlightenment, they think of maybe the, the Buddhist monk, you know, sitting on the t- hilltop and meditating and, and they know all things about nature, and everything. But when you become enlightened about yourself and how you work inside of your own life, it could be really, really powerful. And I'm just kind of sensing based on the way you're describing this, it, it's a similar type of experience. Yeah. I mean, Matt, you made a great point. So two years ago, if we're having this podcast and you were talking about self-love and what asking me was, I did I have self-love when I was happy? I'd be like, of course, dude. Of course I am. I'm happy. I've, I've got money. My business is going well. But all you have to do is look at the results. So do you find yourself irritated or stressed or depressed? Do you find yourself trying to prove yourself right all the time? Are you constantly judging other people? Do you judge yourself a lot? Do you have negative self-talk? Do you have any type of self-destructive behaviors? Do you come home and drink three glasses of wine? Do you smoke weed all the time? Do you eat too much? Do you gamble too much? Do you watch pornography? I could go on and on and on, but those are some of the major things that I see. If you're sitting there and you're like, I've got my life together, but you answered yes to any of those questions, you probably don't have your life together. Maybe that's not a good way to put it, life together. You lack some type of self-love or on some level, self-love and self-compassion. And if you do, I promise you, it is affecting you in all areas of your life, from your relationships to how your kids behave, to your fitness and health, to your business, on and on and on spiritually. So if you're in that boat, all you got to do is ask yourself those questions. Do you live a really harmonious life? Are you always stressed or anxious? And do you need booze and cigarettes and weed and whatever to escape it? If you're always looking for an escape and always running, there's something you're running from. But the truth is you don't have to run from anything because you're great. You're perfect in your own way. And you just have to believe that. And there's a process to living in the truth and believing that. Mm-hmm. Aside from maybe the substances, I think just the questions that you're asking initially those would apply universally just to every human being. Uh, not every human being, but I would say a large majority of them, absolutely. You used the word enlightened earlier. 1% of the population is truly enlightened. So there's very few people that couldn't look deep in themselves and say, hey, why am I chasing this outside thing to bring me happiness? There's nothing outside of yourself that will ever bring you happiness. Everything you ever have needed to be happy, you have inside of you right now. Yeah. agree with you. How do we make this this practical for those that are listening? Yeah, it's complicated, right? It's life-changing stuff. Um, You know, some people go and find God. Um, Some people find it through meditation. Some people find it through journaling. But what you're really doing is you've got to get to the point in your life, somewhere between birth or the third trimester, actually, and probably 10 to 12 years old, where you had these traumatic or stressful events. And you've got to go back and you've got to figure out What are the stories that you told yourself around those events that your brain was supposed to as a coping mechanism? Do they still serve you and are they still true? And I promise you, they're not true. They're not true. And so then through through neuroplasticity, NLP, whatever you want to call it, you can reprogram your brain by listening to recordings, a recording about who you really are. And then when you, when you have that, when you live in the, you can't suffer, Matt. If you're living in the truth, you can't suffer. If you're watching this right now and you're suffering, you're not living in the truth. And what does that mean you're not living in the truth? That means you are telling yourself that you're someone who you really aren't. Mm-hmm. Are you in real estate at all anymore? I am. We're going we're gonna to flip about 300 houses this year. Okay. So let me ask you this. So make, try and bring it really, make it really relevant for the audience. How has this impacted your real estate business, this internal discovery? 
Yeah. So I, looking back now, 19 years ago, I started Express Home Buyers solely for the purpose of making a lot of money. Because if I had a lot of money, I'd be happy and I could prove my worth to the world because I didn't think I was worthy. Well, guess what? I made millions of dollars. I owned a luxury uh, car, a yacht, 100 houses at one time. I was happy, but I wasn't anything like I am happy now. So my shift, my focus now has shifted from how do I go make a gazillion dollars because I don't need to, I don't need to to prove myself. It shifted to how can I make an impact on the world? I look everywhere how I can make an impact. How can I make an impact on my sellers? How can I make an impact on my employees, my investors? So I'm coaching my employees. One of my first success stories was a, one of our virtual assistants in the Philippines, mid-30s, slept two to three hours a night, had major migraines, didn't have a good relationship with her son or her husband. In three one-hour sessions, we completely changed. She now sleeps eight to 10 hours a night. She has no migraines. She has no anxiety. So I'm focused on making an impact. How can I make the lives of people better? And by that, my company is doing as well as it's ever done. Mm-hmm. You know, when I asked, when we were exchanging text messages, and I was asking, well, what are we going to talk about today, right? And you talked about the focus on your business. If you focus more on how you're impacting others instead of the bottom line, I kind of concluded that the bottom line is going to take care of itself, right? There's a great book. Uh, I don't know if you've read it called uh, The Millionaire Fast Lane by MJ DeMarco. I have it. And, and it has nothing to do with what we're talking about today other than he has a quote in there is if you want to make millions, you have to impact millions. And he, and he really focuses on just making the impact on as many people as you can in a positive way. And the, the money will take care of itself, right? So, right, this is great to hear. So, this is your, your new business aside from your real estate. So what does that look like? I mean, this is something kind of brand new. So it, I can tell you're supercharged by it. You're excited about it. What's next? What are you excited about most moving into the future right now? So, yeah. So, I, I mean, one of the things I think your listeners would be interested to hear is that I have systematized my business and I put the, pe- the right people in the right seats. I mean, we hear that from what, 20 years ago, Jim Collins, get the right people in the right seats on the bus, right? So I've got those right people now that I can trust my business that I show up three hours a week to work. I show up for a a manager's meeting on Wednesday and I then meet with my CFO and I meet with my operations person and that's it. I was born to do this type of work. This type of work is in helping people end their suffering and find freedom and happiness. So it's all I want to do. So thankfully, I'm in a great position where my company is running without me. And then what's the next thing? I literally every day wake up and say, how can I make the biggest impact? So I'm constantly focusing on my client's success and we're seeing some pretty amazing success. And I'm figuring out how can I take this to the masses? So one of my thoughts is I'm going to have people actually on the show, on these type of podcast shows where we're going to do this hypnosis and this this transformation live so that the whole world can say, you know what? That's me. I drink too much and I drink too much because of my childhood. And you're telling me that I can fix this. I've been going to therapy for 30 years and on and off marriage counseling with my three wives and I can fix this. Yeah, you can fix it. That's what I want to do. I want to bring this to the masses because there's a lot of turmoil in this world. There's a lot of good, but there's a lot of things going wrong, right? And there's a fix to everything. It all comes down to an individual's lack of self-love and self-compassion. I can trace that back to 99% of the world's problems. And guess what? I have created, through working with some of the best coaches in the world, a proven system that can fix all that and bring people an end to their suffering and, and make them happy and find them freedom. Sweet. So the ideal person for you, you kind of ran down a list. If you're thinking this, or you're thinking that, or if you're doing this or doing that, there's something missing where you could be happier, Right. And you're saying that uh, you can help people with their, their self-love and their compassion, right? 
Is there a shortcut to really identifying that? Because if someone's listening right now and they're like, well, that's not me. I, I love myself. I'm good. Is there a shortcut to like kind of diagnose? Like, for example, the, the lady that first reached out to you, she noticed some sort of physiological tick, mm-hmm. right? I'm not saying it has to be physiological, but if there's a, a recurring pattern or some consistent or persistent challenge or stoppage in someone's life, what's the ideal client for you, I guess? The ideal client is, it's anyone who's really suffering. And I, ha- I haven't niched down. I haven't fit, figured out my ideal client because I really helped, I really feel like I can help a lot of people. I think the first place to look at is if you... You can't have a deep connected relationship with another human being if you don't have a deeply connected relationship with yourself. So first of all, if you're in an intimate relationship, look at your relationship. Ask yourself, am I in a deeply connected, really solid relationship? And if the answer is yes, go home tonight and ask your spouse or your partner the same question. They might have a different answer. I'd start there and then I'd start to ask yourself, how do you feel? Do you spend all day? I spend 99% of my time now in a peaceful state. I get triggered by my 15-year-old daughter maybe once a week. Other than that, I really don't get triggered. <laughs> so are you always in a triggered state? Are you always judging people? Are you yelling and getting uh, upset about the small things, the milk being spilled, the dog peeing on the rug? Any of those things are signs that something internal is not right in you and can be fixed. Awesome. So if someone wanted to, to reach out to you, the best way to do that would be there, bradchandler.com. Yeah, bradchandler.com forward slash contact. And I have all of my social media. I, I put out a daily video on all of these topics, you know, love and happiness and freedom. So search me and find me and uh, follow me there. Awesome. Thank you. Can we talk a little bit about real estate? Uh, yeah, absolutely, man. Okay. Yeah, we're talking about the market and some, some advice. I've, you know, I've been, yeah. through, been in it for 20 years, so I got, got some right? details. Yeah, it's a little bit longer than me. So it's always nice to talk about people. So I went through the first downturn. I had just got started investing right before it crashed. So that was a nice introduction to the whole business, yep. but uh, pulled through and here, here we are today. And, and I don't know if it's going to happen again. It's, it seems like there is going to be some sort of pullback or adjustment or correction. When the market crashed in 2007, 2008, we had the loan scandal and everything, but probably even the bigger one or at least equal was we just overbuilt. We had too many houses for how many people were out there that needed those houses. And here we are what, 15, 16 years later, and that is completely reversed. Now we have way too many people and not enough houses. So I think the pullback in the market that we see right now is really somewhat of an artificial one. It's being manipulated by the monetary policy. It's making it more expensive to get the money to buy the houses, so it's impacting the affordability. But that need for housing hasn't gone anywhere, and it's only going to get bigger and bigger. I think the next 24 to 36 months will have the biggest demand, the biggest disparity between people and housing than we've ever had in the history of this country. So if you get in a position to where you're controlling inventory, where you're controlling houses, I think you've got job security for the next 10 years at least. That's my opinion. What do you think, Brad? I agree. I mean, it's really interesting to see in the DC market what's happening with interest rates rising. I mean, we are definitely taking a hit on prices. I mean, we're selling stuff for, you know, six, seven, eight percent less than we underwrote it just 60 days ago. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's, and it really, I mean, do you agree that it's really just the monetary policy that's I, I, Dude, I think you put that amazingly well. Absolutely. It's, um, there is a huge five year, you know, in the next five years, there's going to be a huge housing shortage. So when you have a, sh- a supply that's constrained, that means prices usually go up. Um, yeah. So if I think that this is just a reset, a shock to the system because of the interest rates, I think the interest rates, they might stay that, they might go down. 
But I think eventually the prices are going to have to, you know, level out and then start going back up because of the supply demand curve. Yep. Yep. I, I totally agree. Do you think they can push the rates much, much higher? Do you think they and do you think they will? So I've been hearing for since the beginning of the year that that 8% was kind of the, I hear 8 to 9%. So yeah, I mean, who knows what's going to happen uh, with inflation? They, they may push them. It may get to 8 or 9%. Yeah, it could. I just think the way that uh, politicians work, and I don't care what side of the fence you're on, if it doesn't get votes and doesn't make money, it doesn't get done, right? <laughs> and I think if they push this too much further, it's going to cause a little bit more pain than they would like to have in the population, and it could hurt votes. So... Yeah, I mean, there's pain from both sides, right? Though if they don't push them up, you know, price of gas and hamburger is going to triple or something, you know, and then no one's going to be afford to, to drive a car or eat. They're in a pickle for sure. So how is this changing your business based on your outlook? What are you doing differently in your business right now? Well, you know, fortunately, we've been through this. There's di- there were different, like you said, market economics and conditions. But at the end of the day, we're in a market where the prices are coming down. So we got to be really careful what we're buying. Because you could buy something that you think is going to sell for four hundred thousand, and then go to sell it six months from now, and it's worth three fifty, and there's all your profit. So we're being really careful about what we buy. We're looking a lot at the actives. You know, that's what you have to do in a declining market. Don't focus on the solds. I mean, right. these right. new investors are all being taught because in the last ten years, no one talked about looking at actives. Look at the solds. So new guy comes on, new girl comes on, and does her her his research. Says, oh, I, well, I see there's a sold three blocks down or three doors down for 250. Well, guess what? There's been one on the market for 30 days for 200. Your house isn't worth 250. It's not even worth 200 because it hasn't sold in 30 days or 60 days. So just being more careful, the further out you go from metro centers, the harder it is to move the product. We're going to probably get back to doing, not that we never did, we always did really good renovations. But, you know, I can remember back in 2008, 2009, my partner at the time, or still my partner, said, look, we're not selling a thousand houses. We just need to sell one house in one neighborhood. Let's make it the nicest house. So we made it the nicest house. We did the landscaping. We staged stuff. So we're back to staging houses. We're back to spending three or $4,000 on landscaping. We want, when someone drives by, we would be like, oh, that's a beautiful house. Let's go check out that one. Mm-hmm. What I found interesting is that the prices are dropping for the stuff that hasn't sold, but the stuff that's actually selling is not coming down nearly as fast. Like that median price point that of our all-time highs is kind of holding. Hmm. Are you seeing that? Honestly, I don't look at enough detail. Yeah, at okay. business to do. <laughs> yeah no, it's, it's just interesting. So to your point is, if you are a fix and flipper and you have the nicest house in the neighborhood, you're probably going to do okay. Yeah, well, you're going to do, do okay today. If you're taking it down today and it's going to take you six months at the market, I can't tell you. I mean, exactly. it could be the same price. It could be 10% lower. It could be 5% higher. I don't sure. like no, no one really knows. How are your conversations with, with sellers going? Are they getting the picture or are they get a little, being a little stubborn? I'm just now hearing they're just starting to get like, oh yeah, I saw that on the news. Oh yeah, I heard. We're getting crazy amounts of listed prop. We didn't have a listed phone call for forever, right? I mean, mm-hmm. occasion, occasionally. Now we're getting all kinds of phone calls from listed properties saying, will you buy my house? Will you buy my house? Will you buy my house? Yeah. Yeah, same over here. The marketing's working really well right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't even have to market. Speaking of which, what, what type of marketing are you doing that are you getting the most response from? I think you know our bread and butter has been TV for for many, many years. We spend millions and millions of dollars on TV. Um, Brad, are you the one that had the jingle? Express home buyers, we buy your house in seven days. 
That's right. I remember you singing it at the mastermind. <laughs> yes. So we do TV. We, we got into streaming recently. Um, it's been pretty good where we're going on like platforms like Hulu and Roku and stuff. And then we're digital. We're, we're the Facebook ads and the, the Google pay-per-click and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Do you know Ryan Pineda? I do. Okay. Yeah, he's here and he was on the show a couple months ago and, and I've gotten to know him a little bit. And I asked him about, the, about his marketing, what's working really well. And he says, I only do TV. I haven't done anything for five or six years. It's just TV. We can't keep up with the amount of info that comes from the TV commercials. Still yeah, working for awesome. you then? Yeah, it's still working. It's awesome. It's awesome. So the new venture and your, so your ideal client would be, let's recap this, and where should they go? Yeah, so the ideal client is anyone who's suffering that, that just feels that something isn't right in their life, whether it's a relationship or how they treat themselves or their addiction or, or drinking too much, whatever, uh, and just go to bradchandler.com forward slash contact. I've got a little three-minute story telling about my story. I've got a, my cell phone number on there if you need to call, if you're in distress. I've got, you can set up for a, th- a free 30-minute call. I, I just want to help you guys. Um, I, I've been where you've been. We're all one in my opinion. So your suffering is my suffering. We're all together in this. And if, if I can help you in any way, shape, or form, and if I can't help you, I'll put you in the, in the direction of someone. But just leave here knowing that you don't have to suffer. And if you live in the truth and the truth is that you're enough, that you're good enough, that you really can't suffer when you live in the truth. So yeah, I'm here for you. You said one other thing that just, just occurred to me again was, you know, it impacts your relationships. It impacts your business. It impacts your, you know, your, your marriage or maybe your relationship with your kids. And I start when people come to our office and we, we launch their business, we'll spend two days with them right at the beginning to get everything launched and tra- to get them trained up, everything set up and boom, they're off to the races after that. But one of the, the things that we do there is we go through an exercise of how you do one thing is how you do everything. And so I, it was a part of a personal development program. I heard I'm hearing a lot of similarities, what you're saying or what you're talking about from that program. But it was kind of like they said, okay, so how you make your breakfast in the morning is the same way you drive to work. It's the same way that you deal with money. It's the same way you deal with your parents, right? There, there's all these little similarities and you can get these massive breakthroughs by researching other parts of your life. And then you can see these correlations inside of your business. And uh, I think most of the people here are, are going to be business focused. And so, but I just don't want them to dismiss what's going on with them personally and how they impact, say, with how they're interacting with their wife or their, their husband, because you can have a breakthrough over there with that relationship. It can have significant impact on your actual business. I've seen it happen. It's happened personally to me. Yeah. So a podcast I did recently with my friend, Dr. Eugene Choi, you can go look it up on my, any of my social media pages. He's an expert in the neuroscience of happiness. And I, I don't know the exact stat, but it's like, entrepreneurs spend 73% of their time in a triggered state, in a fight or flight state. And why do they do that? Because of this unresolved childhood trauma, this unresolved stress from childhood. Well, what happens when you're in a fight or flight state? If you're running from the lion, Matt, are you going to be building a business and strategizing what you're going to do tomorrow? Is your creative mind going to be working? No, everything shuts off. So imagine if you've had success. And when I went through my transformation, the guy said, imagine the success you've had with the shortcomings that you've had. Once you get rid of that and you're in a relaxed state and you're not always triggered, you don't feel this anxiety every day, this pressure, this depression. Imagine what you can do with your business. I'm living proof of it. Like my business is way better than it was before when I was trying to chaotically, I got to go to this market. I got to make a million dollars here. I got to, I opened a Keller Williams team in 2008, Matt. And in two years, we were the number one Keller Williams team in North America. 
my goal was to be the first agent team to sell a billion, $1 billion. Why? I could be worthy, right? Did I look at the bottom line at all? No. Did we probably lose a million dollars doing it? Yeah, but I got a nice little plaque with Gary Keller of Keller Williams standing next to me. Yay, yay, yay. But I lost a million bucks. So that was my ego. That was my subconscious. When I say your subconscious drives your behavior, you don't even know it. I didn't wake up one day and say, I'm going to lose a million dollars trying to become a a billion uh, dollars worth of sales because then I'll be worthy. I just did it. I was flying unconsciously, right? Now, I know that and I would never make a mistake like that because that's a silly thing to do, but I couldn't see it then. And you're sitting here listening to this and the same thing's happening to you. You're doing silly things in your marriage and your health and your, you know, addictions. And you're like, why is this happening? Well, that's why it's happening because you're telling yourself the silly story that was programmed from the time you were probably two or three years old. For sure. Amen to that, brother. All righty. So thank you, Brad. I appreciate you. If you want to get in touch with Brad, Great dude. I vouch for him 100%. Go to bradchandler.com. Bradchandler.com. All right, partner. It's a Thank pleasure. You, Let's stay in touch. Let's not wait until five years before we talk again. All right. All right. Take care, buddy. And that wraps up the epic show. If you found this episode valuable, who else do you know that might too? There's a really good chance you know someone else who would. And when their name comes to mind, please share it with them and ask them to click the subscribe button when they get here and I'll take great care of them. God loves you and so do I. Health, peace, blessings, and success to you. I'm Matt Terrio, living the dream. Yeah, yeah, we got cash flow. You didn't know, homeboy, we got cash flow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.